This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Dan Wanshura. And I'm Morgan Springer. Coming up later on the show, senior citizens are generally safe drivers, but eventually it may be time to give up their keys. I, I guess I'm conscious of uh, the, the need to give up driving. It's a conversation that people my age have with each other. A story about that decision and their safety on the road in just a couple minutes. But first, every few years, the U.S. Geological Survey releases land cover data for the entire country. It shows adjustments to the land, including forests, development, and agriculture. Well, they released their latest version, data for 2016, earlier this month. IPR's Kay LaFond took a look and is here to tell us all about it. Hi, Kay. Hi, Dan. Kay, how do we get this data? So these data sets are made from satellite images, and they're pretty good. They range from 71 to 97 percent accurate. Does the data point to any changes in Michigan's land cover? Well, I'll start with forest because that makes up the largest part of land cover in Michigan. Like half of Michigan is forest. Um, The amount of land considered forested in the state has stayed relatively stable. Um, But you can see signs of timber harvest in the data. Uh, It shows 45,000 fewer acres of what we would call like a grown forest in 2016 than in 2013. But there was an almost equal gain in land classified as shrub or scrubland, which probably means that those are forests that were clear cut and are now being regrown. Okay, what about development? As you can probably guess, the overall amount of land considered developed has continued to increase in Michigan. Uh, with an extra 12,000 acres between 2013 and 2016. Within that, there's a loss of what is known as open development, which is mostly lawns and green space, and gains in medium and high-intensity development, which is more roofs and concrete. Okay, how does forest coverage stay the same and development increase? Well, there are a lot of other categories, like barren land, agriculture, and just other things that have shifted as well to, to make up for that. Anything else interesting that you saw? We seem to have gotten an extra 3,500 acres of open water between 2013 and 2016. Um, Water areas vary a lot from year to year, depending on how wet it is. And one factor could be that the Great Lakes actually saw record-breaking water level increases in that same time period. All right. Thanks a lot, Kay. You're very welcome. This is Points North. I'm Morgan Springer. There are more than a million drivers over the age of 65 in Michigan, and statistically, they're pretty safe on the road. But IPR's Max Johnston reports a county in northern Michigan has one of the highest rates of car accidents for senior citizens. Ted Biderweeden is opening his car garage. He's 82 years old. Ted retired three years ago. Now he volunteers for IPR's classical music station. Most weekdays around noon, he hops into his Mercedes-Benz E300 for the trip to the station. You're right, this looks like a spaceship. (laughs) A lifelong vehicular dream was to have this kind of a car. Ted pulls out of his driveway and starts the drive from his home in Traverse City to Interlochen. After we leave his neighborhood, Ted pulls up to a stop sign and waits to make a left-hand turn. But there's some traffic. I didn't. Okay, now we're going to have a problem here. Ted probably could have made the turn between a few cars, but instead he waits for the traffic to clear. Ted says without interruptions like this, the drive to the station usually takes him 18 minutes. This may take us 19 minutes. (laughs) Eventually, the cars clear and Ted makes the turn. 
His commute takes him along a winding, hilly stretch of road through some woods. It's a scenic and relaxing drive. And Ted's a careful driver. He always has two hands firmly on the wheel, he goes the speed limit, or slightly over, and keeps his eyes on the road, even while he answers my questions. I always remind myself, you're retired, you don't, you're not in a hurry, so take it easy and enjoy the ride. Ted really likes driving. He says he always has. But he's starting to look at it differently. Ted's vision is getting worse from macular degeneration in his right eye, and he says his reflexes aren't what they used to be. Just a few months ago, his car slid off the street into a snowbank and hit a tree. The entire side of his car was pretty much wrecked. So lately, he's had some frank conversations with his children. They're conscious of the fact that I'm 82 and uh, still uh, mobile <laughs> on my own. But we have talked about uh, the time approaching when I would have to give it up. Ted has accepted that fact, but it does worry him. I would have to totally rely on somebody else to take me, just like the grocery store, to church. I wouldn't be able to come to Interlochen on my own. And more and more people are holding on to their keys as they get older. According to the Federal Highway Administration, more than 41 million licensed drivers in the U.S. are 65 or older. That's nearly double the number from 20 years ago. Now, statistically, older drivers are safe drivers. Crash fatality and accident rates for senior citizens have been declining for years. But locally, in Grand Traverse County, more than 800 drivers over the age of 65 were in car accidents in 2017. That's nearly double the number of accidents in two Michigan counties with almost the same population and demographics as Grand Traverse. Steve Gersten is an attorney from Metro Detroit who has represented senior citizens on the road for over 20 years. He says rural communities up north can have unique challenges for older drivers. Things like more dirt roads and fewer traffic signals, or stuff that makes visibility worse, like more trees and fewer streetlights. Additional challenges of, of driving you know, in Michigan in the summer in a very popular tourist destination is probably adding to confusion for a lot of these elderly drivers. Gersten also says driving is an emotional issue for senior citizens. And because Michigan doesn't offer much in the way of transportation alternatives, they may hold on to their keys longer than they should. For so many people, the car isn't just a car. It's, it's their freedom. It represents independence. It represents mobility. And, and to take the keys away is, is a tremendous crushing issue for a lot of people. If you can't see clearly, even though there's a dotted line, you're not really to pass because you can't safely see what's going to happen and what's coming at you. Chris Earl with AARP runs a driving refresher course for senior citizens. Today's class is in Scottville, near Ludington. Right now, he's going over a self-assessment that he gave the students yesterday. Uh, does anybody have a thought of what they found or want to report on what they did? Or We passed. You pass, so everything <laughs> looked good. Chris will lead dozens of these classes across northern Michigan and the Upper Peninsula. Attendees get a certificate that can get them a discount on car insurance. Chris says an important element of the refresher course is encouraging senior citizens to acknowledge when to stop driving, rather than being forced to by others. Think ahead. Don't let life happen to you. You should take action on things before it happens. For now, Ted Biderweeden has struck a deal with his kids. As long as his vision holds up and he feels he can still handle himself on the road, he'll keep driving. After his work day ends around 5, Ted makes the drive back home. And we're home. End of trip. There you go.
right, Ted. You're a better driver than I am. There's <laughs> something to be said about being old. <laughs> For Points North, I'm Max Johnston. We asked you what it's like to choose to keep driving or to give up your keys. Maxine Meek from Traverse City is in her 90s, and she stopped driving about a year ago. She says she gets rides from family and neighbors, but she misses the spontaneity of driving herself. My daughter always said, well, what do you want to drive for? And I said, because sometimes I'd just like to go and get an ice cream cone. Another listener, her name's Sharon Edgar from Ludington. She was stock full of advice. She's retired from the Department of Transportation. First, she says, in your 60s, move somewhere that's walking distance from town. Second, before you hang up your keys, start taking public transportation and make it part of your routine. And if you're wondering if your loved one should still be driving. Will you ride with them or would you let your children ride with them? And if they're like, oh, no, if... And I said, well, that's a sign that they probably shouldn't be driving. But 70-year-old Dave Burke says forcing someone to stop driving will cause problems. If there was some anonymous way that they could file a request with the uh, Secretary of State's office or someone uh, and justify it, uh, that would be great. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners who called in to Points North and shared your thoughts. And that's our show for the week. I'm Morgan Springer. And I'm Dan Wanshura. Catch Points North Fridays here on Interlochen Public Radio. You can also stream episodes at our website, pointsnorthradio.org, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.